Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Low Tolst, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. Keep the music flowing. We'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. The 80s has resurged as a great period of music. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with. It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thank you so much for making your way here, checking out the series and the episode. Please do hit the subscribe button uh, so you can keep up with uh, all of the interviews that I put out every single week. That's three brand new interviews every single week to keep you up to date on your favorite artists, discover some new ones, know what's happening in the music world. Of course, you can do so at iTunes and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, NPR, YouTube for the the video versions or again anywhere you get your podcast from including wherever you're listening from right now i'm kyle meredith today my guest a flock of seagulls gonna be talking with mike score about string theory it's the new collection of orchestral versions of the iconic 80s band's catalog uh, the frontman talks about giving some of the uh, overlooked songs a bigger spotlight such as the first single say you love me which originally arrived on their 1995 album and the story behind fan favorite remember david mike's also going to tell us about how much he'd like to see a third orchestral collection a trilogy if you will and even tips us off that he's working on both a, a long rumored solo record and get this, the first new Flock of Seagulls record in over 25 years. So let's do this discussing string theory. It's Kyle Meredith with a Flock of Seagulls. Hey, Kyle. It is such a pleasure to talk to you. I've been such a fan of your band and this new album string theory is so good uh, to hear these songs in this light. I know this is the second time around. It seems like you all have caught a bit of a, a bit of magic with this 
with this whole scenario. Uh, is that just what led you to the second record? Uh, yeah, basically, you know, the, the company August Day that specialize in doing all orchestral uh, remixes and stuff like that, you know, they came to us for Ascension and we did it. Um, and then they said it was it was good, it was successful. How about another one? So we're like, yeah, you know, this is a whole new avenue for us. It's it's orchestral. It's it's uh, got a different kind of emotion to it, different kind of feel. Yes, we're up for it. So you know, they picked "Say You Love Me" as the song they wanted to make as a single, and uh, we just basically said, yeah, run with it. Let's see where you go. Well, "Say You Love Me." I mean, that came at a time uh, on in the nineties. Uh, when, when you know, fewer people were listening at the time, I thought that, you know, these moments offer that great opportunity to reclaim because Say You Love Me was a great song. I, I feel like anyway, it was, uh, it was you know, it wasn't given the attention that it deserved. And, and here you kind of have that opportunity to do something again. And I feel like that maybe that's the case for the song selection this time around, especially when you've got a few of the bigger hits out of the way on the first record. Is it something that was on your mind at all to kind of, you know, be able to give the song its just due? Um, yeah, well, it was really, like I say, August Day picked the song, and they just said to us, these are the songs we want to do, what do you think? And to me, you know, Say You Love Me, if I'd have written that in 83, mm-hmm. that would have been a, a number one. Absolutely. You know, um, so it, it definitely, it's a second uh you know, string of life for these songs, you know, and, and maybe now more people will listen because, you know, the 80s when it came out had kind of died off and new things were happening. But the 80s has resurged as a great period of music, you know. So I think people are more into listening to 80s again and than going, oh, you know, the 80s is gone. But I think now that people miss it and they go back and it's like, oh, we miss a bunch of great songs, you know, so... Here we go. Orchestralize them and put them out. I know there, there's a lot of the sounds. I mean, um, there's something about what you all did, what what a handful of bands did that was so specific to the time. I mean, the songs are classics, but I can be transported in that way, you know, in, in a way that maybe some other decades doesn't give me as much. And I know that's one thing I do appreciate about your all's music. Cool. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> there's another one on here I want to hear about, too, with Remember David. I mean, so this one, even the original version, it always felt like it was prime action movie. Like, I could hear that in an action movie. And the strings really only add to that. What were you going for? Were you going for anything specific when you all wrote that? Uh, Remember David was, uh, I mean, it's a long time ago, but I wrote that song for and about a friend of mine that had uh, basically committed suicide. And I was really trying to give him an extra life in my eyes by writing this song about him. And, you know, in fact, the whole album story of a young heart was about him and, and, uh, how he felt or, you know, what I understood of how he felt. So remember David, it was, I think it was, it was special for me. And to me, if a song is special to me, then it's, uh, that's all that matters about it. You know what I mean? It's, uh, if people don't like it, that's fine. It's still special to me. I mean, I write from, I write songs for myself, not for other people. And if they like them, that's great too. Maybe it's because that message even hits, it's such a bigger part of the conversation these days when we're talking about suicide, when we're talking about mental health and depression. It seems like that's come more and more. 
you know, so when I hear that song, maybe, you know, it just even resonates more because I, I do hear that in the present tense more than the past tense with a song like that. Right, right. It was just maybe, you know, it was, uh, I don't know, just ahead of its time a little bit. And people, maybe now if it went out and people understood what it was about, they'd, they'd go, oh, yeah, it's a great song. <laughs> Do you know, I mean, uh, this is usually one of the grimmest moments for an artist, but do you plan on this being a trilogy at this point? Now we've got two string albums, and you haven't done anything off Dream Come True yet. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's going to be up to August Day and us, whether we uh, can, can settle on a bunch of songs to do for the next one. Um, I would like, actually, there to be a next one, because I quite enjoy listening to the songs a way that I never thought of them. You know, the orchestral way is not my way of thinking. I'm a synth, basically, player, you know, with a bit of guitar, and that's the way my mind is. So when an, or an orchestra comes in and does all that to it, I just go, wow, yeah, that's, uh, that's amazing. I would never have thought of doing that, you know. But now, now that it's happened, I'm like, yeah, I've, accept it. It's like accept it and work with it and try and make it better. Yeah. It, it it also just seems so natural. I mean, what you were doing with the synth, and you weren't just a synth band, but what you were doing with the synth and what strings bring to a song, I mean, it does seem like that is such a natural sort of uh, partnership between the songs. Do you feel like that? Uh, yeah, because you know what? I'm not really a, a player, like a, you know, a keyboard player or anything like that. So I have to play what I naturally think fits. You know, so and I I keep it simple, and I think simple resonates when people are listening. You know, and some people go, yeah, I love that, it's so tacky, it's a brilliant bit. But otherwise, if you're just listening to a song and it's simple and it's natural, I think that lays on you much nicer. You know, and that's that's the way. I think the orchestra does. It feels like it should be like that. Right. Well, it, it does come with beautiful results. Um, I know I'm already asking about a third one, but I, I'd also, you've been talking for a few years maybe about that next solo record. Uh, Zebrata, you know, is a few years old now. You've, you've mentioned Space Boy might be a thing at some points. Do you think we'll be seeing that anytime he, in the future? Yeah, I'm actually working on two albums. Space Boy will be a solo album, which is about, um, it's about halfway through, you know. Uh, it's not as going to be as tight uh, or as stuff like a Seagulls album w would be because it's just me doing it. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going, I like this, I'm going to make it that. But I'm also halfway through the new Seagulls album, which uh, wow. uh, hopefully early next year. Wow. You know? No. I've got the songs, got the songs, we're doing the recording, and yeah, it's coming. Uh, I cannot wait to hear that. I, you know, I feel like we are getting spoiled that now this is all big one ramp up for something new. That's uh, that's very exciting and two new things. I'll take that. <laughs> so okay, cool. Uh, yeah, Mike, thank you so much for continuing to do what you do. Your all's songs and sound has been so important to me. So uh, you know, congrats on the success that these uh, these strings album have come. I, I really do love hearing these songs and strings theory. So uh, congrats, thank you so much, and uh, and thanks for taking the time to talk about it. Thank you. Talk to you again sometime. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. My thanks to Mike Score. The new A Flock of Seagulls album is called String Theory. Big thanks to you as well for uh, checking out the episode. Hit that subscribe button before you get out of here again. I put out a new interview every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at all the usual spots, including iTunes and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 
Acast, Podchaser, NPR, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Just subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. After that, head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can uh, also find me on the social media spots, including Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all three of them at Kyle Meredith. I do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.